Air fresher is a big part of my life. It's a huge part of my everyday life. It has to be with me at all times. Evelyn loves spring. Come on. Not everyone in my family knows about my addiction. You what? <laughs> I am making my neck long. Wearing this necklace will stretch my neck. I just want to go up higher. Have you talked to your chiropractor about this? Because her muscles are weak, she could actually have a tilted head. I hate taking my necklace off. You know, I'm fine and I don't see any reason why I should stop. Thank you for having me back and getting me to watch this weird-ass show again. (laughs) I know. I had you watch my favorite episode ever of My Strange Addiction, um, and it is the long neck lady slash eats, I would argue drinks, but eats air freshener. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Obviously two different people. Can you imagine if that was one person? It was like one person with both things. They they wanted to stretch their neck out and eat air conditioner, air conditioner, air freshener. (laughs) Um, so, uh, we are just kind of going to just discuss each, um, case as we do and remark with how we felt about it. Um, this episode's interesting to me because it's not like one really dangerous thing and one really minor thing. It's two things that are like, yeah, no, this is definitely going to cause you harm, but it's probably pretty, pretty slow acting, I guess, you know? Yeah, um, I would say that, I don't know, it's hard to say which one is more dangerous, but I guess at the end we'll kind of place our thoughts on that. But the first, oh my god, I don't even have their names written down, <laughs> I'm a terrible person. Um, so the first gal we meet, it, her name is, I don't know, so I will look that up right now. But she... I know Long Neck's name is Sydney. Sydney, thank you. I got her name, but I didn't get Air Freshener's name. Okay, Air Freshener. okay um i don't know her name so let's see um we're gonna just talk about let's talk about sydney for a minute and then we'll get into the other gal and uh we can give her a name because that it seems really truly unfair through magic and time travel i can now tell you that air freshener eater's name is evelyn Evelyn. So we have Evelyn and Sydney. And Every time I hear the name Evelyn, I just think of, um, never mind. I'll tell you after. <laughs> You're like going to make me cut it. So you might as well wait. So I'm so disorganized today, you guys. I'm sorry. I had like a wild day. I just was like going from place to place in my car. I was like a taxi service. I was a therapist. I was picking up things for a school that I work at. So I'm just sort of, my brain is in 1200 places right now. So I'm going to try and focus and center myself and think about do you uh do you want to talk about um evelyn first since sydney is kind of more interesting (laughs) imho okay so evelyn is not that evelyn's not interesting i actually really liked her as a person i thought she was very sweet she clearly was just having some you know anxiety stuff that she was treating with a really weird habit um but her thing is that she claims that so she likes the fresh linen only of um i don't know if it's this always the same brand but they don't say a brand name because they can't do that <laughs> it's like D- here you can eat it no um, i think that she like, said look. that she only uh drank or squirted in her mouth whatever however you want to call it the, the one specific 
brand. Okay. Like, I think that she was picky about. And it's like, so it's like a brand Febreze. and what it's prob- let's like We'll just call it Febreze. So like she'll, she'll get tons of bottles of Febreze, the aerosol cans. I love air freshener. I love it. Absolutely. What I love about drinking air freshener is the taste. There is a million air fresheners out there, but the one that I like is fresh linen. I've tried other scents, but I don't like them. None of them taste like they say they smell. Cinnamon is not cinnamon. Apple crisp is like dirt. I've got to have fresh linen. I literally crave it. In the last three years, there's not a day where I've not had it. And of the clean linen flavor, she says everything else tastes terrible. She tried cinnamon once, but it- Which, that pissed me off, because she was acting like they're meant to for be her eaten. to sprain her mush. Like, the cinnamon one don't taste like cinnamon, and it's like, yeah, well, fuck, not they're not cinnamon. meant to eat. Like, yeah, And are, they're also just chemicals. They aren't the th- <laughs> if you want the real thing, like, get a Burt's Bees candle, but you're, what you're inhaling is, is straight-up chemicals. Yeah. Um, so... Um, Evelyn has kids and, um, a boyfriend or a fiance, I'm not sure. And everybody in her life is aware of this because she is always consuming it. So she, she says she either will make like a bowl with her tongue and it has to be ice cold and she'll spray it on her tongue and then consume it that way. Or she'll get like a glass of ice water, ice and spray it on the ice and then like drink it that way. My future wife, Evelyn, loves to spray it. I don't understand. I'm pretty sure it's unhealthy because if you look at it, it says flame. He's kind of my enabler because he will go out and shop. He'll get a couple of cans that he thinks that I may need. Evelyn actually wakes up in the middle of the night and she will spray. And then I'll wake up and then she'll lay back down and act like she didn't do anything. She sprays in her mouth and then she'll ask me for a kiss. If I let you spray this in my mouth, are you going to stop spraying this in your mouth? We'll negotiate. Love is powerful, I guess, because he'll just drink it to make me happy. Open. Is that bad? That make him drink it? Oh, God, I'm poisoning my fiance. I'm sorry. And apparently that was how she was first exposed. This is her story. I don't know if I believe it. Um, she said one day she was walking past, like, those automatic spritzer, like, things that my we had in my dorm that used to scare the shit out of me every time it would just randomly go i have one in my living room yeah it scares me sometimes yeah Um, they smell really good though oh yeah but she's like as she was walking by some got in her drink when i first started it was accident basically i was walking through my hallway after going to get a cup of crushed ice they're automatic sprayers that freshen the house sprayed as i was walking past it dusted the rim of my glass it was a flavor that I liked. There are only two ways that I have my air freshener. One is straight out of the can. The can has to be extremely cold. I make my tongue into a bowl so it'll catch it. Or it has to go over crushed ice. So we just spray it over the ice. And then you just eat it from there. Drank it, tasted it, didn't mind it. Um, so the psychology of this is like, Maybe she liked the taste or maybe something in her head was like, ooh, this is secretive. This is wrong. Like, this is something that I can do for me. Because that's how a lot of these things, like, become compulsions or addictions or whatever you want to call them. There's this ingrained belief. There's some flaw in the brain that the brain thinks, oh, this is a great coping mechanism. Like, this is how I'm going to be me. This is going to make me feel better. Kind of the same way one would feel about alcohol it's just like assigned to something totally random that socially speaking is not acceptable and it's also really unhealthy which is also also alcohol but still better than air air freshener so she's kind of laughs about it you know she's like yeah i make my boyfriend eat it sometimes is that bad you know and it's like but she she's a sweet lady she works at like a furniture warehouse type place in the back and her boss is like she's a great employee but <laughs> yeah all of her co-workers were like joking about it and they're like oh we know if she doesn't have that air freshener in her like not to mess with her that day right and they were all just like making jokes of it thinking it was so and i was just like this must make her high 
There's a feeling when I eat it, it's a sense of completion, like I found it. That craving is gone. It's okay now. Oh man. Oh man. Oh man. <laughs> I have two boys. One's eight and one is two. I try not to let my kids see me use the air freshener just because I don't want them to obtain that habit as well. And I know it's not good for me, so I don't want them to follow that way. My kids are my all. And if they picked up this habit, that's when I'll stop. <laughs> no. I, I do wonder about that, but there, there's people like this, they, they, you know, on the show that carry a bag of sand around them so they can eat sand. And that makes them feel good. You know, it's not. Yeah, and we did the one about the girl that ate the tape, but it, it, that's different though. Like this has like hardcore chemicals in it. Right. She could be like, it could be it like a certain bit of get her like a little weird type of buzz going maybe on. Maybe that be alcohol in it too. That makes no? a lot of sense. Maybe that, maybe it's like maybe hand sanitizer not. in that way. Maybe she, maybe that's why she only wants that one brand. You know right. what I mean? And maybe that is what happened when it got in her drink or she felt like that happened or, okay. So the girl that drinks gasoline, it doesn't make her high but she does feel a physical response. And sometimes you can just be seeking, even if it's sort of a pain response, if that's like satisfying to you, you might seek it out, you know, Yeah. for different reasons. So maybe it just gives her like, maybe at the very least makes her lightheaded, you know, which is like the same reason people do duster. So yeah, maybe it's a mini, 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 mini version of that. Cause it can't be the taste, you know, it doesn't taste good. And it's not like she has ever, drank or eaten chemicals before so it's not like she has weird taste buds she eats food right um so yeah um that's can a good we point. talk about when her and her friend were at the or the co-worker <laughs> or whatever were at the uh, drugstore yes and they can. had that awful reenactment scene oh um, i was like what is this i've never yeah. seen this show do this before i reenactment scene her co-worker is like oh so i took her to the store and she was oh. like remember she's smelling and then the guy like stopped and looked at her and then like right looked away because she was like spraying all them in her mouth to try yeah them. that's not awesome i bet it do <laughs> today evelyn and i went to the store to get air freshener and ice which is a requirement I get excited when I go to the store and there's like a whole row of air freshener. A lot of people see Evelyn spray in public. They give her, yeah, that reaction. She's still gonna do it. She sprays all the time. I always react like, oh my God, you're doing this again. Is this apple cinnamon? No. Yeah, come on. No. too defensive. No. She has to spray that one specific kind. Anything else, she won't touch, she won't spray. I buy you try. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I do feel like I contribute to her addiction because I do go out and purchase it for her if she needs it. Oh, I don't know why, because I feel like if we were real friends, we would tell her no, not to do it. Oh, okay, like they went there specifically just to film them doing that, yeah. Uh, I've seen that. I've the guy that looked at her in the way he like that yeah. was so set up and so stupid. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I've seen that on this show. They do that with like the people that like carry dolls or blankies. They will have them like walk down the road, like petting it so that they can get people to go. Or like there's one where the girl. Um... Yeah. Well, and there was one. Some of it I don't know if is like they have to stage it because there's that one. The, about a girl who like she's obsessed with her doll but like she treats it like it's a real baby and she wants her boyfriend to bond with the doll and so she makes him go into the baby store and buy it an outfit and then th that's like the most awkward scene of this show i think I'd and then what in the world and it's not like she started the doll thing that's after fun. they got together it's so weird right yeah that's you want to have your weird I'd thing like, that's you're weird mm -mm. they went to th <laughs> mm -mm. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-mm, mm-mm. Mm-mm, not happening. have some mm-mm merch. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, they went to, like, therapy, and they were going to work it out or something. I don't know. It was worse than the doll head right. lady. It was way worse than the doll head lady. So, anyway. Um, By the point. way, Paramount Plus 
side note, Paramount yeah. Plus needs to come to Canada ASAP mm-hmm. so I can stop paying. Oh, oh, that's what I meant to say. Yeah. Sorry, Discovery. Paramount Plus is Did you have Canada. to pay money? I'll pay. I'll reimburse you. I no, no, no. Pay you. Girl, it's a dollar. I don't. You I don't know. need it. It's fine. But I'm. Ju- but I'm just oh, saying it's. That's that's not yeah, the it's, issue. It's, it's just it's like annoying, annoying it's that yeah. yeah. Streaming services have got like so out of hand that if there's one fucking show that's not on any of them, you're yeah. like, where the fuck is the show and why is and it, it on one of my exist. 20 streaming services that I know. I'm for? Like, think about 20 years ago when like nothing was available. <laughs> if remember that one movie we watched that one time? Yeah. Wish we could watch it again. Never gonna happen. <laughs> Do you remember when like Netflix first came out? Like, oh yeah, never people years were like, ago. I sent it to your house oh, 20 and, years ago, and, dude. And everyone thought it was like the greatest thing. Like the first yeah. like I remember I like being at this guy's house when I was maybe like 19. And yeah. this was like when Netflix was new. And I remember it, I thought it was so cool because it had a super high me on it. And oh, I was like, my. oh my God, I need Netflix. This is the best. And now it's like literally, I don't know. I'm going it had like very Sorry. few things when it first came out. And you could get anything on disc, but there are very few things streaming. And that's how I got into the office. That was like 2010. And I started, or maybe, no, maybe before that, like 08. And I started watching The Office, the British one and the original one. I know everybody watches The Office, but like that was the one of the first like things streaming on Netflix that wasn't lame. You know, and now every now there's just a million things, and it's like, how am I ever gonna watch all of it? <laughs> I know. Um, at least we have a podcast. Then, <laughs> and then that's the world nowadays. Your life is just talking to your friends. Have you watched this show? Totally. No. Why not? You gotta watch it. You gotta see it. <laughs> and then, and then I'm just like, I'm not watching it unless doing a podcast about it. I know. That's the thing is, once you have a podcast, you're like do I want to waste my time or do I want to watch something for the pod? Like Very now when I watch seldom, other stuff, when I watch, do other I stuff, watch things that I don't talk about Yeah, at least a little bit on podcasts. So sure. Well, like Kyler and I watched cooking shows and we watched uh, this ridiculous show last night called uh, sexy beasts. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a show from England. Not everybody's English, but it's out of England and it's a dating show. It's like, you know. Oh, my gosh. I, this is a Netflix show, right? Where they do yep. the. The really elaborate costume makeup. Right. So that they have to get to know their personality. You literally cannot tell what they look like. It's okay, really so, fun to watch. Yeah. I saw I saw the trailer for it. And because David told me about it one time on Friends of the Countess. Yeah. And I was like, huh. So then. So then, of course, it came up on my algorithm after. Mm-hmm. And then. um and then I just remember watching and I was like, why does this look good though? But I didn't realize it was out already. So yeah, yeah, it's out. It's really fun. Easy to watch. Um, it's funny that like they, they, it's sort of a baseline of like, okay, I'm just going to assume everyone's attractive because they're on this show. So it's not really worrying about someone being ugly. It's more just like you have this whole disguise, but underneath I can still tell you're a prick. <laughs> it's a kind of what it is, which I love because I'm like, we're just like, ah, fuck that mouse. That mouse is such a douchebag, you know? Like, uh-uh. And then we're like, you know, like, dude, don't pick the, like, don't pick the, the badger or whatever. Like, or no, we were like, we wanted her to pick the badger, but then when he came out, what he looked like, we were like, Ooh, I don't know. I liked it better as a badger, but she was happy. So, um, there's this one idiot guy that was like, you know, I really think I'm really smart. Like I have a lot of intuition. Like I could like tell, like I have a really intuition on life because one time I was at this bloke and he, he said, you know, guess my age. And I said, 24 and he was 24 with that. Uh, and like, that was his whole personality. He was like, I'm fucking amazing. Like who wouldn't want to date me? And then um, she did not pick him because he was a, like really fucking annoying. He also told her, she, he's like, what you do for a living? And she's like, I'm a model because she's American. And he's like, Oh, Oh, you know, he cuts her off. He's like, Oh, you know, I did a bit of modeling before, you know, it's very easy, isn't it? <laughs> it's like, if anybody tells you your job is easy, they, they, you should be able to slap them in the face with, without penalty. I think because that's right. so fucking insulting yeah it is it is um but Megging. boys I, I, I prefer sucks. i prefer dating shows where the people have like already fucked Faces. or they really want to fuck oh each sure other and this it gets is just intense. 
like, is, and it's one episode. No. Are you the one that's that's the best freaking dating show of all oh. time? I don't care. I've seen every okay, season except okay. for the most recent season that well, happened last year. We should do like an episode or something and then if you like it we can like do the season for my Ooh, patreon or something patreon. maybe somebody's patreon sure cheyenne from teen mom is in the first season and so is um oh is Corey in it too no nelson is in it i know i don't know if Corey's in it too but yeah and uh okay. it's it's really good so it's every there's 10 men and 10 women in a house Mm -hmm. and they're like on an island alcohol everything and one person they did like you know extreme compatibility testing before they came to the show so one person is the other person's perfect match Mm -hmm. but no one knows who's is who and like they do these challenges for these dates and stuff and then they have 10 weeks Uh, they have like a matchup ceremony where they pick the person that they sit with and if they get 10 perfect matches then they win a million dollars and if they don't get it then they don't get any money and then they have this thing where they can like send the couple they want to find out into like the truth booth and then it could be a couple that has been like fallen in love sleeping in bed together every night and then they go to the truth booth and it's like not a perfect match and then oh. so they can't hang out anymore because then they'll <gasps> fuck it up for the rest of the house oh, that's crazy. or like if they are a perfect match then they get Money to like love. leave they get to like leave the house and like spend time on an island together and um it's like wild to see because all the people that this now. all the now. people who the people like end up liking and like sleeping yeah. with and stuff are people that aren't their perfect matches so then other people in the house are like well, he's not your perfect match, so like he could be mine. So like, let me get a go at him, and like I like that. That's, it's insane. That's much more interesting to me than like ten thousand people battling over one person or just a fuck fest. You know, if people just randomly hooking up with other. People. No, it's you literally trying to find the person who's like your that's soulmate. Crazy. I love that. I want to. I didn't. But it's people who are like in their early twenties and like just want to like fuck each other. So obviously, I mean. Since when do people find their soulmates on TV? Like, come on. Um, There's one couple that's like, I don't think they were a perfect match on the show, but they just like met on the show and they're still together. Sweet. Okay. Well, it's not that you can't meet someone. I'm just saying like the bachelor, you know, the bachelor is notoriously never works out, but people still want to watch it. Cause it's like, who cares? We know they're just going to fuck a while and then break. Yeah. Them, Cause like, it's still want to see it. Cause it's a good show. You watch it for the drama. The and then we get crazy shit like cold and underwood. And you're just like, um, no one would have known about this if there weren't the fucking Bachelor. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Are You the Ones great? The last season that just um, happened a year or two ago, um, everyone in the house was, like, pansexual. So everyone in the house oh, liked everything. So really... there was, like, transgender people. There was, like, was everything in the house. It all out then. Exactly. And um, I, I never watched that season, so I still have to watch that. So maybe we can cover that one. But, um yeah. But yeah, it's a fucking great show, and I would recommend that to anyone. Very underrated show. Anyways, air fresheners. Air fresheners. <laughs> Don't worry about the tangents. These, my strange addiction, are short episodes, so please tangent. And also, I'm really happy. I'm writing down the show so i don't forget it because i really want to watch it um okay the if you watch it tell me because i fucking love that show yeah, um, obviously the girl who uh, who works with her who brings her to this drugstore to like try right. them in her like talking head i thought she was like kind of shady because she's like i mean i know that i'm not doing the right thing because i feel like if i was her real friend i wouldn't let her do this right she's like and i'm I was not like, a real well, friend i was like that's kind of bold for you to like yeah, say she, on tv she's kind of know. basically saying like yeah i'm just kind of fucking with her because it's funny like that's what i think like i don't know like they all get a kick out of it kind of like they know it's dangerous but i mean wouldn't you if that was like someone you worked with and like it was just your coworker, like they're your friend at work them, but they're but not I, like yeah. your friend That's and then you like you would go you would be nice to them and stuff they're still your coworker, but then yeah. Yeah. but then you go home to your wouldn't you tell all your friends Yo, I have this coworker who like eats air freshener so that's what this girl probably does i'm assuming yeah. I mean, but to be fair, you know, Evelyn is not, it's not secret to anybody. Like she does it out in the open. So 
It's not like she's betraying any confidences. Um, and Evelyn is like, this is just my thing. This is just what I do. You know, I'm, I leave a really, I lead a very productive life. This is just something that I need. Basically she feels that she needs it. Um, but she also knows it's dangerous. And then it kind of like, they arrange to have her go tell, they do this a lot on the show where the, the person has to tell someone who didn't know about their addiction yet. And so she has to go tell her uncle that I, I guess is a big part of her life, like presumably, or else why would she care to tell him? They don't know because I'm pretty sure they'd be Dominic. Oh, is everything okay? Um, yeah, for, yeah, there's nothing like really wrong, but it's kind of something I want to just kind of get off my chest. Oh, okay. Did want to tell you about something that I do. Mom knew about it and it kind of set uneasy with her too. I eat air freshener. Eat what? Eat, like, as in, eat it, like, out of here, no, come on now, seriously. I, yeah, I do. I'm shocked, very, very. This is not real. This this is not real at all. I mean, this has to be a joke. N nobody eats air freshener. When, when did this start, really? I first started with the air freshener when mom passed away, and then it just kept going. Because I had to be strong for everybody else. In the end, I had to be strong for her. I mean, that was my sister. Um, and he's just like, I can't understand this. Like, why and what and why? You know, like, it's just ridiculous. And uh, so that conversation, uh, you know, slash the show and the way that the show is formatted um, led her to finally see a doctor. Gotta say, the doctor is my favorite part of her story. Um, me too, because oh. his name is Dr. McMahon. <laughs> so, and he's uh, so sweet and he's not judgmental at all. He's an older white dude, gray hair. And he could be a total dick, especially because she's, you know, a woman and she's of color. He could, he could have stomped on her, which as a lot of white men do, most men, hashtag most men. <laughs> um, but he didn't, he tried really hard to understand. Um, he knew immediately that she must be struggling with stress and he wanted to help her with that. And then that what really took my breath away is he left that he had to leave the room because he was in tears because he was so sad to see this wonderful lady struggling with this, you know, with so much going for her. And then you can hear the producer, the uh, someone saying, yeah, I know it's really sad. It's really, really sad, isn't it? You know, because Evelyn's really likable. Um, and jolly and sweet and you can tell she lives her life in service of others and i really think that's what's led to her needing to have this habit whatever she gets out of it um she needs to lead life for herself and that will help her not lean on a crutch such as this so i mean the show is so short because they obviously break down two people in half hour they don't even get their full half hour oh, of course um so i was thinking that you know, because I always speculate shit like this, that something mm -hmm. else had happened off camera that she only told the doctor that production knows about. Sure. Uh, she may have talked about something traumatic. like Right, because he got very upset and their yeah. conversation seemed more on the lighthearted side, at least from yeah. just from what we've seen. Oh, you know? there was definitely a lot cut out. And she may have even said, I'm not comfortable with you airing this. Um, right. Yeah. You, you have to respect doctor patient confidentiality. Like yeah, it does not matter if you have a camera and yeah. she can say, get out anytime she wants. So yeah. And that's, yeah, we cut to him crying. That's a great point. Obviously there's more leading her to this. That's why I'm saying, you know, she has a, she's a great person. She lives her life for others, but you need to live your life for yourself as well. And doing everything as a reaction to other people and just giving, 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 giving of yourself can be a byproduct of being traumatized like that that's what i do that's my version of dealing and thinking okay everything will be okay if i just please everybody else and that's what i'm working with my therapist on i don't have any weird addictions but i'm working with my therapist about that on that she's like sarah you don't every time something happens in your life it does not mean you need to react to it solve it whatever like things can happen and you can do nothing it's like a choice which mm -hmm. is novel to me the person that's just like oh yeah no i could do that no it's fine i can do it right now 
<laughs> and then I burn out and then I have to like stay in bed for a week. So I have a feeling that, you know, it's not just like the immediate sensation, but like you said, it, it's doing something that's getting her through and you don't want to get through life. You want to live it. So, um, basically at the end we learn, you know, she said if the doctor told her to stop, she would stop and she has. So as far as we know, she don't. Okay. I, we don't have updates. I have no idea. I wish I did. I wish I had the ability to like, there was like a phone number you call on these shows and be like, can I get an update on bloop, 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 this person? If you want to know who, what deet, 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 deet is up to press four, you know, like I really wish it's, there's gotta be a way. Um, okay. But now moving on to Sydney, the more, more meaty part of this, not literally she's very thin, but the more meaty, um, part of this story. So Justine, I've seen this so many times. I, I would love for you just to introduce it so I can get your, your perspective. Plus. Okay. So her name is Sydney. She's 29 years old. Um, and she is obsessed with her long neck, AKA, um, the rings that women, I, I didn't know it was Cambodia, but I knew it was somewhere in the world. Uh, yeah, I learned from I don't this think episode, I, Cambodia. I don't believe I'm Cambodia's, sure they do it other yeah, places too. There's a lot of African countries. This yeah. Is. I thought, yeah, I always thought it was more Africa, yeah, but anyways, they around. put the rings around their neck to expand their neck and to make themselves to, really, to yeah. yeah. And she like leaves it on and we see her, uh, drive her car and try to like look in her like peripheral and stuff uh, or her yeah. blind spot sorry uh, you know with the thing yeah, that on is, and that's your peripherals that's exactly what it is yeah yeah and and, and she's you, like it's real I get really nervous driving you know I'm it's really hard for me to see to turn my head like she's she had a sculptor create the this bracketed ring thing that can be can it's it's uh, it's attached to her with glue. So she can't take it off without a solvent, but she doesn't want to. And I think I forget how many rings does she have? Like five. What this necklace does is it presses down. So literally my shoulders are being pushed down. I would say that I am addicted to my necklace. Because of the necklace, I had to change everything in my life, even the way I eat. I can feel my throat pressing against the back of the necklace when I swallow. I feel anxiety when it comes to driving. Movement is limited in my neck. It's really parking that's stressful sometimes. And I'm trying not to hit a car behind me or hit bushes, which has happened a couple of times. And she wants she to- had 16 and she wanted 20 wait six isn't that what they said at the end well she wants I could to be go wrong. up crazy yeah she wants to go up super crazy but right now she has i don't think she has 16 but she might have like seven because they're pretty thick you know like if like if i did seven fingers yeah yeah she it yeah, when she said, I don't know, I didn't write she it She wants but. an insane number. Like, she wants to be, She keep. they keep showing this picture of the girl, the woman that she saw as a child in a National Geographic and became obsessed with. So that, I would say, is, a, is an identity crisis issue that she never got over. Instead of dealing with her own identity and figuring out who she was, regardless of whatever was going on. Okay, because this is weird to me because she said that she saw it when she was a kid, when she yeah. was like nine years old or something. Yeah. And then she was like, I totally believe it was my calling to be a Cambodian neck lady or whatever yeah. she said. And I was like, really? Well, I that's think it's this kind of, yeah. thought was your calling? It's like something that's there. Like it happened to be what she came across. Who knows what else she could have turned into if it had been a different type of media. The idea of stopping has not crossed my mind because it's been in my mind my whole life. Look where she's at and look where I'm at. I would love to get my neck as long as hers. I think I can go a few more inches with my neck. It's at five inches right now. I think I could do seven or eight inches, but with the rings on, it would look 12, 13. I would like to have nine more rings. 
The first time I saw a long neck woman was in probably middle school. I thought it was my calling to be a Cambodian long neck woman. So I would pretend to be one of those women by building makeshift necklaces out of coat wire hangers. But she was clearly, uh, not clearly, but my, my um, speculation is that she was probably a child struggling. I don't know if she had any kind of developmental disorder, if she was neglected, if she just had self-esteem issues, who knows? But she felt very insecure, didn't have self-esteem, I'm guessing. And when she saw this person entirely other than herself, it's almost like a princess fantasy. Like, no, 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 this isn't my real life. Like, I'm not this. I'm going to be that. That's going to be who I am. That's going to make me happy. That's going to make me special. And that's going to make me like safe and valid and all the things that I don't feel right now, you know, um, like similar to someone that might be like, I'm going to be a rock star. So like, fuck everybody, you know, except hers is really bizarre and really, really, really bad for her body. Dangerous. Um, because what the rings do, they're very heavy, obviously. And this sculptor who created them for her, you know, is now struggling with a moral dilemma because he's, she keeps wanting him to add rings. So the, the piece that she has on, you know, she can't, her neck, it's like having, you know, imagine a neck brace that somebody has to wear if they, like, if they broke their neck or if they injured their neck, right? Those big and puff, also, puffy white things, except it's I mean, to rings. me and you, obviously, because we're not we've never done this like but just from looking at her doesn't it seem like it'd be the most uncomfortable yes it's like just, a brace it's just like wearing looking, a neck brace just the thought of it makes me feel claustrophobic as and it hell. makes my and it makes my shoulders hurt i know exactly where the pain in me would be oh you know that feeling when like you like okay so like i swear to god sometimes when i wear like a big thick scarf my neck will start to hurt because I'm like trying to look over the scarf, you know, like you don't have to do a whole lot of change to how you hold your head to cause pain. Um, but she's been doing this for several years. She says, yeah, it hurts all the time. She gets little cuts. Um, it's heavy. It hurts. What it's doing is it's weighing down her shoulder blades and then it's forcing her chin to stretch up. And so it's not like her neck is growing. Like, obviously it's, it's simply that the muscles and the ligaments and everything are being stretched, which guess what is not good because if your neck is all stretched out, it's not gonna support your head anymore. Like it's just, we are made this way because this is how human bodies can live. Like we all have different bodies, but our necks are pretty similar. <laughs> like it, the, the foundation of like that anatomy. Unless you're a big ad from 90 day fiance. <laughs> Why does he have no neck? <laughs> you Big ad. Big ad. Yeah, no neck. He looks yeah. like a toe. Some people don't have. <laughs> <laughs> he looks some like people more are of a toe, toe people. Than, but than that's Kyler extra, for that's... friggin' young and pregnant. Oh, gross. There's extra padding there, though. This is the opposite, where it's like, make me a giraffe, right? I started out with one ring, and it turned into sixteen. As I add more rings, it's such an adrenaline rush. I just want to go up higher. This necklace has cost over $1,000. It's the best money that I've spent in my whole entire life. So she's a very pretty person. She's very striking. Like, she's just very interesting. I think that's also why, excuse me, big burp. I like this episode is because she's very enigmatic. Like, she's, uh, I don't say she's not charismatic, but she's kind of an enigma. And so it draws you in and you're just like, what yeah. are you? Who are you? And like, what's her job? Does she, did she say? Yeah, they they never said what she did. She does. She has a car. She has a home. Like, she must just not wanted to disclose, or maybe her job didn't want to be associated with the show, which would be understandable. But she tells us like she net she only takes it off every six months, right, to clean it, or to clean her neck and to clean the thing. In order for me to add more rings, come on in. My necklace designer required me to get a doctor's note. What brings you in today? Well, I am here because I would like to add an extra ring to the necklace. Well, I'm going to examine you and then make sure that everything's okay. The neck is very important because the neck is what keeps your head upright. Rotate to the right. Good. And some of the immediate reactions, once you put another ring, she will have a decrease in muscles of the neck. Because your neck is getting longer now, 
your muscles are becoming weaker. If for any reason you ever take it off, your head will fall to the side eventually. And if that ever happens, you are stuck with pain for the rest of your life. I think that is a myth and I find it ridiculous. And in the meantime, she takes, because it gets dirty and obviously smelly under there, she takes a toothbrush and puts a, the, the non-brush end of a toothbrush, puts a paper towel on it and like sticks it up like a cast, like the way, what you would do if you had a cast to like itch a scratch, scratch an itch, (laughs) itch a scratch, itch a scratch. Um, and it's just like, wow, your whole life revolves around this. It's, it's crazy. One thing that was kind of jarring to me was when it it showed how much money she spent on these things. Mm -hmm. And it said that by the time she's finished with what she's going to do, it's going to be like over $3,000. And it said that she could fly to Cambodia six times with that money. I, yes, I, who knows, honestly, she says nothing of family. So it's not coming from there. I don't think unless she gets money, but doesn't talk to her family. But it made me think like, okay, we don't know. We meet no friends. We, we meet one friend, but it's not like, it's like a person that knows her, that she's told about this. It's not like her best friend or whatever. No family. It seems like she, maybe, maybe she's always had money and maybe she's just always been lonely. And this is how she feels valuable and important is by, well, if I can do something amazing, if I can literally transform myself, maybe I'll, it'll transform me into being happy, you know? Um, so she, yeah, she wants to add more rings and I, I'm going to post some pictures of this on the Instagram, you guys, so you can see, um, sorry, I don't have the number of rings. I don't know why I didn't write that down. But she's saying, like Justine said, she wants to go up to like 15 rings. And that's insane. That would be like, well, she says the lady in the picture has like 15 and that's what she wants. The woman in the picture probably started wearing that when she was like I, an infant, <laughs> a child at least, because that's what they did. Because that, that's their, in those cultures, that's a sign of beauty. It's like with feet binding, right? In China, where they used to bind women's feet. They started at childhood to keep children's feet from growing so that women, so that they would end up being women with tiny feet because that was the the beauty standard. It's crazy. You can go to museums and see adult women's shoes that are like the size of a pair. Um, it's awful. Um, and that's- so I, I found this girl's Instagram. <gasps> Is she alive? She's alive. 134,000 followers, Sydney Smith. Sydney Smith. And there's some pictures of her with the neck thing, but for <gasps> most of it, she, she took it off. It on. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh God. And oh, she God, looks God. so good. She has a long neck, I bet. So maybe she saw the light after this episode because in this episode, she's just like, yeah, no, this is my live stream. It really doesn't matter what you say to like anybody says. It's definitely not. She's not concerned about it. Okay. Instagram. Okay. Step. What? Sydney Smith. Is it? Sydney V. Smith is her. V? Yeah, V. Okay, thank you. I need to know. Oh, yeah. She does look different. Okay, here's her. She has the neck ring. Let me count the rings. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh, you're right. She has ten. This is um, Throwback Thursday. Many moons ago, I took the world by storm as the giraffe woman. I had a thing for neck rings, and I was the first Western woman that I know of attempting to elongate my neck. One day the world noticed, and I found myself doing TV shows, modeling shoots. Who remembers seeing me on the TV show My Strange Addiction? <laughs> so it sounds like she doesn't do this anymore. Maybe it got her a lot of attention, and maybe that was when she was able to let it go and be herself and be, wow, she looks like a different person. Yeah, and then, okay, so she's finally, it seems like she's comfortable with herself a little bit. I mean, she's she's not wearing the thing anymore. She posts things like, um, you have no power over me. She was clearly traumatized in some way or unhappy in some way. She's blonde now. She looks amazing and her neck looks fine. I'm sure it's a little bit longer. Than yeah, all of her pictures are very like heavily posed. 
Well, sure. But Sydney, um, so you can't really tell. But you should, from from her picture, she looks pretty normal. Um, I remember seeing these women that do this for the first time in the Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum <laughs> in Niagara Falls. Uh, so I always have a so there's some douchebag driving down my street blasting fucking music right now like so much go no one wants to hear your shitty fucking soundcloud music okay I anyways just, actually like um <laughs> soundcloud music so it turns out she's a business owner now and she's all about mental health education and she's really rocking it so she's gotten through like a fuckload it says meet sydney v smith entrepreneur and business owner um hi sydney what was your thought process behind starting your own business and she says i liked the idea of feeling empowered as a successful businesswoman it took most of my life to figure out what i want to do with it when certain things i wanted before didn't work out i felt lost tried to find success in other things that didn't inspire me which caused me to bounce around and not really accomplish anything i could tell other people saw me as unproductive and they didn't take me seriously that got me angry and i decided to fight back i thought to myself no more will i ever allow people to not take me seriously luckily a good idea came to me and i have been tackling it head first i don't know what her business is she says she started it as a production company however my love for metaphysics changed everything uh so i don't Oh, this gave me the idea to start my own metaphysical web store called Veracruz. Verucaz, sorry. Um okay, so she does a she does production for like commercials, but she also has a spiritual awakening website that's about metaphysical tools like meditation, Re- Reiki, and crystal healing. Okay, so clearly she turned a corner. So that's good news. I'm happy to hear that. Oh. Um anyway. Okay, so let's just get get on with her story then. Um, she, God, she's really pretty. I'm I'm so happy to see that she like moved forward. Um, sorry. Okay, off the phone, off the phone, phone addict. Um, talking to myself, not you. Okay, so yeah. Um, Sydney at the time though is very much like this is my identity. You cannot take this away from me. I will not. She says I don't want anyone to see me without it on. I only let one person see it this one friend that's coming to help me clean it and i'm guessing she doesn't normally have a friend help her i think it was for the benefit of the show because i the friend wasn't like extra extra close to her um but she was certainly affected wasn't it her first time seeing it too because she was like yeah oh i've asked her plenty of times before if i could see it and she never lets me yeah Yeah. it was the friend so they it was kind of a version of like confessing your addiction to somebody except she already knew about it but she wants to see underneath like what is this really doing to you and we don't see it because she won't allow it which makes sense since she doesn't want anyone to see it we we hear her interviewed with it off but she's just a silhouette and she's like i hate this this is so uncomfortable i feel awful i just want it back on you know, like she's like a kid. Oh, it must have felt wanky. so good. Right? To take it off. That's after. what I would have felt like. But she, oh, she just, wants to be. It gives me be, the heebie-jeebies yeah. to think about that. But it's like her worth. Her whole self-worth at the time was in that thing. Yeah. Um, And so, God, 10 rings. Holy fuck. Okay, 10 and she wanted to go to 12. And the, and the, and the, oh, and that's right. The sculptor said, I need you to go to the doctor and get him to sign some, sign off on that before I do it. Because he's, like, feeling a lot of moral responsibility now because he's really worried about her. It's not his fault. I mean, she commissioned it. It's not, I mean, she's a human. She's an individual. It's not like she commissioned a fucking, like, uh, guillotine or something. But, mm-hmm. um, but you know, he's like, no, I can't do more unless I know that that's safe. Which is fair. And the doctor says, no fucking way. <laughs> like... What's going to happen is your neck is going to get so stretched out and be so weak that when you don't have that on, you will not be able to support your head and you're going to be like this. And then you're going to be susceptible to a bunch of spinal injuries and it's, you're going to ruin your life, like physically and functionally. And she's like, um, no, I don't, I don't buy it. And at her statement at the end is just like, nope, I'm going to, I'm going to keep doing this. This is my legacy. This is my calling. 
um i'm gonna get up to 15 rings uh but at the the ending captions it says she hasn't added any but she says she won't add any for at least a year or something like that but that must have been when she wised up like it sounds like after the media blitz um she must have sought help and discovered that her worth is not her neck she actually mm-hmm. has a lot to offer um and you know I, I again i wonder about trauma but we don't know uh but yeah her friend getting to see it her friend was in tears we hear them in the bathroom while she's helping to take it off and sydney is just like ow 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 like it hurts every time it, she moves it it hurts because her neck is throbbing like it's finally getting a chance to relax so like if you Okay. So I have a muscle issue. I have a, I have a lot of muscle spasm issues in my pelvic floor, in my stomach, uh, my abdomen and in my jaw. And it makes it so that I often cannot relax the muscle, which is bad because <laughs> the muscle's not going to get the blood and everything it needs if you don't do that. But when I do relax it and I concentrate on it and I just like, let it go, it hurts. There's so many, it's like, it feels good. Cause it's like, thank God. It's like when you take your hair down and it feels good, but it hurts, mm-hmm. but it hurts because that now that it's unfrozen, all those nerves are opening up and they're going, what the fuck have you been doing? What the fuck? Like I'm so deprived. Ow, ow, ow. So I bet when she takes that thing off, her entire neck must be on fire. You know, you'd think it'd be worse when it's on, but when you release that, constriction your body's going to be like we got to fix this and you know healing can cause pain right so um yeah it's just really sad and and her friend is like it's all black and blue it's bruised it's cut it's just awful yeah so that was awful so i'm happy to I'm glad that you did your sleuthing job and you found her on instagram <laughs> and we know she's going to be okay um yeah so that was wild so she was just like nah fuck it fuck y'all i'm not going to give it up um, but she, so it looks like she did. And it's so funny that that's her most her recent terms. post. She did it on her own terms and she, she, I'm sure she sought help. Uh, and, it, and obviously her pictures are all posed cause she's like a, she has a brand. Um, but like, that's nothing new. God, she's so thin. I wonder what ethnicity is she is with that nose, like Egyptian or something. It's always interesting when, oh, MMA, what? Sydney Smith, tattoo girl, MMA, fitness goth. I guess she's into MMA. Maybe you'll see her soon. <laughs> Just kidding. Well, tell her that Shayna Baszler is mine. Yeah. Fuck you, Sydney. Can't have her. No, I'm just kidding. I wonder, I wonder if she's straight. I wonder if she, I wonder what her orientation is. Yeah. Her Instagram is just pictures of her. Like literally that's it. <laughs> Uh, she's a little up her own ass, but that's okay. I mean, if that's what helps her, at least her fucking neck isn't falling over. Yeah. I wish she would have showed it on TV, like what it looked like. Cause... I wonder if she ever posted it. Probably not. Why does she have a She seems too vain to post something like that. Yes. Herself she's... covered in yes, bruises that's true. and she's shit. Still, she's still very vain, regardless yeah. of her progress. Her Instagram is like her and her freaking like panties with her tits out, which I don't, yeah. I don't care, but I'm just saying. Yeah, I don't mind it. It's just, she's too it's vain. Ew. Yeah. Ew. She's like holding a cow heart with blood all over her. That's disgusting. Oh, she does Kabbalah. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just like, she's a little stereotypical, but you know what? I'm happy. I'm happy. She's better. And she could be a piece of shit and I would still be glad she's not sick. You know what I mean? It's just interesting to see this is what i'm saying like all these shows make you do is want to know more and now she's like a fitness addict i guess and beauty blogger and supports black rights and wear masks so that's okay i mean could be worse (laughs) i'm just glad that i think her neck just shrunk back down honestly I think if you don't keep wearing that, your body's going to just assimilate because your head's heavy. Yeah. So. Well, guys, I don't know. Do you have any more thoughts? Um, no, she said that she was the only person 
like in the U.S. or Yeah. whatever, North America or whatever. It says it says that on her Instagram too. She's like the only Caucasian that I know of. Right. So I don't know if that's true. That's pretty cool uh, thing to Well, have. and it's cool that she stopped, so it didn't actually end her life. It Yeah, was sort she's of it was. she's fine. So I'm allowed to say that, Yeah, you know. now it's now it's kind <laughs> um, of like a stunt, right? It was a stunt. It's kind of like a Lady right. Gaga thing almost. And uh, I hope the air freshener girl is doing okay too because she seemed pretty cool. And I did too, but uh, she she was like gonna try counseling and I she just needs counseling. Like whatever she said to that doctor clearly is needs to come out, you know, and that that's ha that's happened with me before. yeah, I've gone to a medical doctor and they've been like, So I'm referring you to a psychologist. <laughs> yeah. Back in the day, you know, before I knew my own insanity. Um uh but yeah, you guys, thank you so much for listening. I this one's a quickie. Um, but we love you all. I love you all. And, uh, there will be a couple new, we're going to have a new after hours up next week, as well as a new on the Patreon, as well as a new episode with Kyler, where we do, um, movie time commentary. We are going to watch 16 candles, one of my favorites. And Kyler has never seen it. How? I don't know, but that will be on the Patreon coming up this week. So stay tuned. And if you aren't a patron already, I'll be your best friend if you go to patreon.com slash A-W-D-W-L and you just consider being a patron because that would be really, really helpful. And Or join our Patreon at Coast to Coast Cocktails, even where better or both. our first series we're going to be doing is Euphoria. Euphoria. And there's already a, um, some early releases on there and we're going to have a fuck ton of bonus content. You guys like no joke. no joke oh and um facebook page coming soon so stay tuned for that facebook group i'm sorry facebook group coming soon for i was gonna do a combination for like whoever listens to this and then also coast to coast so i was gonna call it um uh and what did we learn Co coast to coast cocktails mixer so like everyone can just join the same group because like Yeah. it's me and you <laughs> so uh look for that um it sh it'll be called Uh, and what did we learn? Coast to Coast Cocktails Mixer. I'm, I'm hoping to put it up this weekend, but I'll definitely make a post on Instagram for y'all so that you know, and you can go join and it's free. And then you can talk to each other, make friends, and then tell the whole world about these amazing podcasts that you know about. And you can be a hipster, spread the word, and then we'll be famous. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> for having long necks. <laughs> anyway, I love you guys. Thank you for listening. Uh, new episode next week. And Goodbye. Thanks, Justine. Bye-bye. Bye.
not to offend you But you're not mine to tend to You don't see what I do I try to defend you It's hard not to offend you But you're not mine to tend to